Welcome to Ministry in Motion, a program where we explore best practices for your ministry in the 21st century. I'm Derek Morris, and our topic today, how writing can enhance your ministry. Our guest, Dr. Willie Hux. Willie, good to have you with us today. Great to be here today. And you come with, with just a wealth of experience for the topic as a pastor, uh, a teacher of pastors, and, and also as an editor. And so I'm, I'm looking forward to exploring uh, the topic of how writing can enhance a person's ministry. Uh, tell me a little bit about your journey and how writing has shaped uh, your life and ministry. Well, writing is something that has always fascinated me uh, all the way from my childhood when I used to keep notes of how the day went, uh, various thoughts that went through my mind and just uh, putting them down on paper helped me to just sort of clarify how things were working out for me and how I wanted things to work out for me. So you were, you were a, a child writer, a prod sort child of. prodigy. You started writing, uh, went to college. I did. Yes. And uh, became a pastor first. Uh, yes. We'll talk a little later about writing for the local church pastor because that is important. We'll come to it later. But then you ended up uh, teaching, yes. uh, training pastors. I did. And uh, how, uh, how did your writing develop in that setting? Well, uh, it, it developed in that as a professor, you always have to, uh, to write to, to develop your thoughts. Uh, it somewhat goes back to the old adage about publish or perish, uh, so often they say. Uh, so uh, writing for various journals, uh, Adventist journals, I did a lot of that also. Uh, but most of my time was spent uh, speaking to my students about the importance of writing, especially as it related to uh, the preaching event, which um, I'd be glad to talk about. Yeah, why don't we start there, and then we'll come back to uh, to, to writing in a broader context, because you now serve as the editor, of, uh, one of the editors of ministry, which 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 has a global impact. Mm -hmm. But every pastor, if he or she's preaching on a regular basis, um, needs to learn how to write for a sermon. Let's talk about what that writing looks like. Well, I, I would tell my students all the time that uh, good writing requires good thinking, uh, and good thinking is reinforced through the writing event. So often, uh, students in that case, and, and pastors uh, everywhere, uh, so often want to focus on the preaching event, but I would encourage them that if they write out their sermons, and I would always encourage them to write out their sermons. It helped them, it helps them to develop the thought process, knowing exactly what to put into that sermon. Uh, for me personally, writing out my sermons involves so many of my senses. Uh, for example, obviously if I'm writing with a pen or typing on a laptop, uh, it involves a sense of touch. Uh, but as I'm reading the screen, of course I'm looking at it and I'm saying to myself, which of course involves speech, uh, sound, hearing, uh, is this what I want to say? Is this how I want to say it? No, I don't want to say it this way. And I just go over it and over it again until I have it honed just the way that I want it. So for me, it helps to develop my thought process. It also helps me to know exactly how I want to say what it is that I'm going to say when I'm standing up before the people. So writing helps clarify my thought and, and, and kind of uh, the logic of what I'm doing. That, that then presupposes that I'm not doing this at the last minute. 
<laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Uh, for, for me, preaching involves significant planning. Uh, it, it involves not just for the week, uh, but it involves leading up throughout the year. What is it that I want to say to my people? What is it that God wants me to say to his people? That sounds, uh, I think that's really important to come, if I can open that up just a little bit, because I'm, there's a lot that happens before I start writing. Oh, clearly. You're talking about prayer and careful study of the word rather than writing and hoping wisdom will come in the process. I think that the preaching event slash the writing event, since I'm talking about the importance of writing in this, in this sermon process, preparation. in, in yeah. sermon preparation, is really twofold. It's informational uh, and it is uh, an uh, interaction uh, with the people. I need to know what it is that I'm saying to the people, but I also need to know the people. Right. So it involves for me study of the word, knowing God, knowing the mind of God to the degree that I can, mm -hmm. uh, and, and knowing the people to whom God wants me to speak. So not only do I need to spend time with the word, I need to spend time with the people. And that informs not just my thought, but my writing as I am preparing the sermon. That's powerful. Now, I remember one time one of my uh, sons came back from a church service and, and said something that made me think about how one goes about writing a sermon versus uh, writing for a professional journal. Um, one of my sons came back and said, it sounded like the preacher was reading a chapter out of a book. What, what went wrong? There? And by the way, that wasn't a compliment. Mm -hmm. Sometimes young people can be pretty honest, you know. So um, it, 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 what went wrong with the writing process there for that preacher that it sounded like uh, he or she was reading out of a book? When, when I think about uh, sermons uh, and, and writing sermons, it, it seems to me that often a mistake that is made is that sermons can be written as if one is writing a, a book where in essence, or an article, when in essence the speaker is doing just that. He or she is speaking. It's a different genre. It's a different prose. Uh, writing uh, an article, as an example, is a bit more structured. It's a bit more formal. Whereas writing a sermon, I'm writing a sermon exactly as I wish to speak that sermon, exactly how I wish to articulate these thoughts. So, so I'm kind of capturing the conversation. Uh, you, you're imagining, you're capturing that so that you can come back in your preparation and look at it again. Um, I don't know what your preaching style is. I know there are good preachers who uh, take a manuscript with them, some that take an outline, uh, some that appear to have no notes at all. But I'm hearing you say that the discipline of writing that oral manuscript will help any, any, any preacher, whatever their delivery style. Uh, absolutely it will. Uh, I, I, I personally have always wanted to write out, and, and indeed I have written out my sermons word for word because for reasons that I stated before, I want to be able to voice precisely what it is that I'm thinking. I don't necessarily preach word for word 
as I am preaching, but I have to write it out because I need to think through what it is that I want to say. And after the break, we're going to talk about uh, another type of writing that could enhance your ministry. But certainly to become a more effective preacher of the Word of God would be a great blessing, whether you're a pastor or a lay leader in your local church, to, to have the discipline of preparation, prayer, study, and then crafting that oral manuscript in a way that will bless lives. We'll learn more right after the break with more Ministry in Motion. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, how writing can enhance your ministry. Our guest, Dr. Willie Hux. Willie, thanks for being with us today. And that first uh, segment, we talked about effective writing of a sermon. And you talked about that as being a, a different uh, genre from writing for a, a journal. Just recap that again for us. How, how am I writing when I'm writing for a sermon? When I'm writing for a sermon, I am incorporating elements of orality. Uh, it's my speech, it's what you're hearing. So as I'm writing a sermon, I want to write in the way that I speak. But that's totally separate from writing for a journal, writing a book. Again, that's a bit more structured. It has a different set of rules. And we'll talk about that in just a moment. It's interesting during our break, one of our technicians said, when, when a person seems to be reading a chapter, and it's supposed to be a sermon, it, it doesn't connect. So, so that first module on writing a sermon like we're speaking was very valuable. Let, let's turn now, your, your work as an editor, ministry goes uh, to pastors and uh, church leaders around the world. Um, how, how do we write for a professional journal? I know you go out and conduct writing workshops. Uh, maybe, maybe one of our viewers would, would, would like to contribute um, what are some essential uh, elements that you, you would share with someone who wants to write well to enhance their ministry in a professional journal? What, one of the first questions that I'm always asked is, I want to write for the journal, but I don't know what to write. So I tell them, write from your area of interest. Write from what excites you. Write from your area of expertise. That's always the first step. I, for example, know nothing about car repairs, so I would never write for a car repair journal. I know nothing about cars. I know nothing about repairing cars. But if it's an area that I know about, I will write on that area, and that's what I tell people to do also. Uh, again, I, I find that there's an informational element to this. There is uh, an interactional, as it were, element to this. So. The first thing that I tell people is write from your area of interest. The second thing I tell them in these writers' workshops is know your audience. You must know your audience. Those are the first two things. So let's be practical with, with ministry, which goes out to about 80,000 uh, leaders around the world. Uh, maybe they say, well, Dr. Hux, I'd like to send you an article or I'd like to write an article. I'm passionate about discipling members in their spiritual gift area. Um, who's their target audience if they're writing for, for ministry? The bulk of our readers are pastors, congregational pastors, district pastors. Some of them have one church. Some of them have 30 congregations. It's a worldwide journal. It goes to more than 190 countries. 
So those who write need to understand that in our case, uh, pastors are the primary audience, but there are other ministers. They're chaplains, they're administrators, they're university professors. So if one remembers these things, if they keep these things in mind as they write, and that's the, the interaction part, uh, knowing who the audience is, then it puts them in good stead in terms of writing and submitting. So there's something in common with writing a sermon, because in a sermon you have to know your audience yes. too. Yes. Uh, in writing an article, you have to know your audience. And uh, now you talked about many different countries. So um, how, how do I write from, uh, I live in a particular country, my now happens to be the United States. Um, how do I write in such a way you're looking for an article that has global appeal? What are some things I might have to avoid or include in order to be connecting with uh, my global audience? Well, I, I think of the example of Jesus in a case like this. We don't think of Jesus as a writer. We think of him as a teacher. Right. But there are some elements of his teaching that actually inform good writing. For example, when you read any of the Gospels, you notice he never used big words. Okay. He, he never used language that was above where his readers, what his readers could understand. He kept his sentences simple. He kept them short. He kept them brief. He kept the language where people could understand it. Uh, within our context, we then encourage people, don't use jargon. Don't use slang. Use language that regular, common people understand. I think of the inclusiveness of his words when uh, Luke records uh, the words of Jesus that the Son of Man has come to seek and to save the lost. He doesn't just talk about Nigeria or the United States. and So it, it's inclusive. Words are simple. There are elements of writing that touch on people regardless of where they live, whether in South America, Africa, Europe, North America, Australia, Asia, it does not matter what the continent is. Wherever people are, they can relate to those things, and that's what we focus on, and that's what I focus on in these writing workshops. So a person says, okay, I've got an area of passion. You said that's a first important point, um, and some expertise, because I suppose uh, that, that gives me credibility yes. to be able to write. Um, I know my target audience. Uh, you're the, your uh, work as an editor is with a, a journal for pastors and yes. clergy. Um, so I, I know my target audience. It's a global audience. Uh, I, I want to use um, terminology that's... Uh, understandable to, to people. What else, what other coaching would you give to a person that wanted to write for a journal to increase the impact of, of their ministry? All articles have certain things in common. For example, in writing, make sure that the transition points are, are there. Don't just jump from point A to point B. There needs to be a bridge there needs to be, just as I stated earlier, a, a transition. Just as a, if I'm driving, a bridge transitions me from one place to another. Uh, such must also be the case in writing. Uh, we, we, we talk about uh, the importance of such things in the writing workshops, and that would be one other thing that I would add to this. Well, that's, that's important. Um, I, I was... Uh, visiting uh, in Europe some time ago, and 
and a, a person talked about the first writing that he did for the journal. Uh, I know for myself, uh, it was pretty intimidating. Um, some of the fears that I dealt with were somebody else can write this better than I can, which I suppose is probably true. Um, um, maybe if I waited till later, I could say it better. Uh, do you meet some of these anxieties as you talk to people who feel a call to write but haven't yet stepped across that bridge? Indeed, I do, and I can relate to that because I've been there also. Any of us who has written understands that, we hate to use the word rejection, but rejection is a part of the process. There are times when people will say, well, this is good, but it's not for us. What I encourage people to understand is it's not it's nothing personal. It's about the manuscript. It's not about the person. Sometimes people will say, uh, those, those who evaluate will say, well, this just not, not only does it not meet our needs, but it just needs a bit more work in this area. Once again, that's not personal. I've had manuscripts rejected. Others have had manuscripts rejected. But I encourage people to get past the fear and keep trying keep writing, take classes, take workshops, develop the gift. Like everything else, it comes with time. And we're all getting better as we move along. It's kind of like riding a bicycle or any other talent, I guess, you, you learn with practice. After the break, I, I want to talk about uh, the process. I learned a lot as I began to interact with the professional journals. It really is a journey of getting an article ready for publication. But I'm certain that there are some viewers, perhaps you, you said, you know, it's time for me to start writing some of the insights that God has been sharing with me to enhance my ministry, to bless the lives of my colleagues. We'll learn more about how writing can enhance your ministry right after the break. Welcome back to Ministry in Motion. Our topic today, how writing can enhance your ministry. Our guest, Dr. Willie Hux. Willie, thanks for being with us today. Thank I've you. learned a lot about uh, writing in an oral style for sermons and, and how that improves a connectedness with the audience. Uh, we've also l learned about writing for a professional journal. It's kind of more of a process, I suppose. Uh, let me share with you something that happened to me when I first started writing. Um, and at first, it kind of hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. I wrote something and sent it in, and it was accepted. They said, well, we've accepted it. it will and then I didn't hear anything for month after month after month. And, you know, you begin to ask. It's kind of like asking uh, someone on a date, and they don't respond right away. Mm -hmm. You start going, well, maybe they don't like me, or maybe, you know, I'm not good enough. Uh, uh, it takes some time. Talk, talk to me a little bit about the process if, if uh, one of our viewers is saying, I really feel called to, to write something. I have a passion in a certain area. H how does that work? The first thing to remember is not only does the writing event take time, but the publishing event takes time also. It is not uncommon for a manuscript to take upwards of a year to go through the process of being evaluated, being edited, being scheduled for publication, and finally being published. People think it's an overnight process. 
when in fact it can be 9 to 12 to 15 or sometimes even more months, depending on a variety of factors. Patience is the key. So you really don't want a, a, a writer who submitted something. And by the way, they can't submit articles to uh, Ministry yes. Magazine. Yes. Dot ministrymagazine.org. .org. They can submit articles, but you don't want them to email you once a week to find out how it's coming. It's going to take some <laughs> and, time. And sometimes that happens. <laughs> but uh, you, you're correct. Now, an article comes in, you evaluate it with your team. It looks like it has some potential. What are some things that might happen to it before it finally goes to print? Could it be sent back to them to do more work? Or Any of a number of things can happen. It's, it's like any other assignment that a person has in a school setting. Sometimes you have to go back and take another look at it. Sometimes you need to rewrite it. Uh, ours is a peer-reviewed journal. So especially with the theological pieces, it is not uncommon. In fact, we really want it to go for peer review. It's a double-blind process. The writer does not know who's evaluating it. The evaluators don't know who wrote it. The process, the, the peer review process, in my opinion, strengthens the manuscript. It makes for better writing. It makes for a better publication. I know in my case, not so much in a peer review process, but how writing has strengthened me as I share my writing with someone else, they bounce their ideas off me. Mm -hmm. And I say, you know what? I never thought about that. Thanks for sharing that with me. It, it helps my thought process, which in turn helps my writing process. Sure. Which, again, as others are sharing with me, it makes us all better in the process. And it's the same with the manuscripts also when they come in. You know, I'm imagining someone, one of our viewers, uh, listening to you and saying, that is a lot of work. Um, I don't think it's worth it. I mean, it's a lot of work to write something. Uh, and then all of the work of maybe uh, getting peer reviews, listening to the suggestions, improving it. Um, is it really worth all of the work? How, how would you respond to that? I would respond simply by saying it's worth it on two fronts. The readers are better informed as a result of all the work that has gone into it the writer, and once again, this goes back, into the, goes back to the benefit of writing in ministry, not ministry of the journal, but the overall. concept of ministry overall. My writing, your writing, whoever is writing, they become better writers and better thinkers as a result. So the benefit is not just for the readers. The benefit is for me as a writer for today, for tomorrow, for the future. Now, perhaps uh, we've got some viewers uh, and they're saying, um, I'd like to take a look at some of the material uh, in ministry magazines, professional journal, uh, but, but certainly there may be some lay leaders who also read the journal. How, how could they uh, access some of the great articles that have been uh, uh, processed, worked through, and published in, in the journal? All of our articles are available online dating back to the beginning, 1928. Uh, available in PDF format. They are archived, so once again, going to ministrymagazine.org, they can access these. Simple click, couple of clicks, um, type it in by subject, uh, by author. There are various ways of accessing it, and it's there. Uh, and, and if I may add also, the, the journal covers three basic areas, generally speaking. It's always been our 
focus to first and foremost focus on the spiritual life of the minister. So accessing these articles from the past, often they're going to find material that strengthens their spiritual work. Time, timeless uh, Timeless, clearly, instruction. Sure. timeless. Uh, we, we've also focused not just on the spiritual, but on the intellectual slash academic. Kind of challenge people to think, uh, study the Bible carefully? Yes, we, we, we have to. We, we want ministers who, as the Bible says, rightly divide the word of truth, know how to properly handle the Bible text. Mm -hmm. We focus on the spiritual, we focus on the, the academic, uh, and of course we focus on the practical also, because when people think of ministry, they think of the practice. But we do everything they, we do within the context of the three angels' messages uh, voiced in, in Revelation chapter 14. So people can go to the website ministrymagazine.org. It's also available in different languages with the Google Translate. They yes. can read those articles. Uh, so many resources that could help you, uh, but perhaps also inspire you uh, as a writer to, to say, God, do you want me to use my writing gift? Do you want me as Dr. Huck said, to develop my writing gift, uh, to enhance my ministry, not, not to make a name for myself, but to increase impact for the kingdom of heaven. If you've been blessed by the presentation today, you can go to our website, ministryinmotion.tv. Uh, you can link to the ministrymagazine.org website there. Uh, you can send us feedback. You can even send material to ministrymagazine.org. Begin that journey and say, God, for your glory alone, Use my writing to honor your name. Thanks for joining us for Ministry in Motion. May God bless you in your ministry for him.